Hey, listener. Hey. Gemma's done another costume change. It's like a new day, <laughs> a new episode. A new day, a new dawn. Everyone wants to hear me eating bread and jam, right? Yeah. And drinking yeah. tea. I made the cup of tea and rushed back here faster oh, than you. Oh, And yeah. then sipped the tea. It was so, and I, this was while I was walking, just as I was about to sit down, sipped the tea. It was so hot, I had to spit it back into the cup and managed to splash <laughs> both onto the laptop and onto my eyelid. I, I sort of, it, it doesn't actually, maybe it even does show, but this this eye has been slightly burned by hot tea now. That's amazing. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> what idiot. What kind uh, of tea is it? Just regular, boring decaf tea. With milk. Decaf? With decaf tea, with lots of milk. What, just so normal milk. black tea, but decaf? What's yeah. the point? So that you have no pleasure in life <laughs> but why don't you just have like a different a cup kind of tea, of tea like red like or something i do red bush in the evenings oh so do i actually yeah i do we I've, i have made another green tea again my chair my face mm. awesome. found it in tea bag form <gasps> nice maybe they don't remove all of the caffeine you know live life dangerously oh. <laughs> yeah just add Whereas... a little bit <laughs> It's like uh, yesterday at the barbecue, uh, I didn't want to drink and neither did um, Jenny. And we were trying to find like non-alcoholic things that were nice. I actually found quite a nice thing. It's called Clean G, I think. Um, And it's like like gin, it's juniper botanical stuff. And it tastes just like gin. And it's in a kind of gin type bottle. I just had it with tonic and lemon. It was really good. because gin doesn't taste of much anyway, actually. So it's like if you take oh, away I, the juniper. Yeah, kind of like the, the juniper-y, botanical yeah. kind of taste. Yeah, um, like sort of bitter. But she had these cans of something and CBD, something. <laughs> they had CBD in them anyway. And it was like, they were called like trip. It was just like, you're going to get like a kick. And we were all like, is it? What's it? What's it doing? Do you feel it? You she was like, well, we were asking her because she was like, oh, I just want to see what it's like. And then um, afterwards, we were like, what did you, did you, did you get a hit? And she was just like, yeah. And then we were like, describe it. We were all like staring at her, like describing. She was like, it's just like when you have that first drink of the evening, you get like a little buzz. Hmm. So that's what she said. But... I went to this brewery. I mean, it's actually a uh, beer brewery, but they now, they, they basically, they sort of, they're quite old, but they had refitted everything. The and one we you... went to? No. Oh. Which was that? When did we get to a brewery? With your twatty friend. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, that was a brewery. Yes, yeah. in fairness. Yeah. This, uh, that was Camden Brewery for anyone mm. wondering. So I'm talking about the, uh, I've forgotten the name of it, Adnams Brewery in Southwold. And uh, so they brewed beer there. But at some point they'd replaced their beer brewing kit with a more modern thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay which was much smaller. And so they had more space. And so they'd also added a distillery. And she was like, yes, yeah, so we make vodka. And she's like, and gin, which is, of course, just vodka with botanicals. And everyone's like, what? It is? And she's like, yeah, that's, it's just really the same thing. You've just added the juniper botanicals and things like that. I guess that, like so vodka is just alcohol. It's just alcohol. It's just yeah. general kind of alcohol. That's why I don't understand, like, when people say, oh, like, good vodka tastes good. Like, what doesn't taste of anything? 
because it's got mm. no flavoring in it i don't understand it's like you're just drinking alcohol like i don't i don't really get it are people just lying when they say that possibly i mean people get confused whether they're knowingly lying i mean people get a lot confused don't they about things it's easy to trick yourself mm. i mean just like That's kind of I, what don't, I, meant. I don't know if cbd gives you any kind of high yeah, so perhaps same. you just you know, know. It's, it's, and there's a there's a strong you know there's they, they say that with drugs a lot as well don't they that the um placebo effect is very mm. powerful based on the packaging you know so mm-hmm. it's it is weirdly although you like neurofen contains the same drugs as like your sort of 16 pence paracetamol oh. they it's definitely more, do the same thing yeah 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 it's That's just, well, they, but it's more powerful that neurofen does work better because the packaging is so powerful. <laughs> well, also, they <laughs> put people see that. In it. Yeah, I think. Well, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so it just works quicker. Like you spend think... so much more money. And yeah, you're right. Like the sort of packaging and the brand and things. Yeah. But also, like, there's like you can get like plus, like neurofen plus. Yeah. Like it's just got caffeine. There's nothing more. Yeah. There's no stronger drug. In the US, I found it was really hard to get drugs that didn't have caffeine in. They just because really? they just put it in everything. Oh, God. Because um, you can take it at night. Yeah, well, you can't. Or you well, that's it. You they tend to do everything as night or day version. So if it's mm. a day version, it'll mean you'll have caffeine. So if you don't want at night, caffeine, it's got like fucking you have to get valium have some, in it. Or something. It'll have yeah, it'll have some kind of like uh, sort of suppressant type. Like thing Nyquil. Oh God, yeah. I miss Nyquil. <laughs> I did love did love Nyquil. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's really addictive. Yeah, I, I tried it. I was like, oh, I can see how people get addicted to this. Yeah. Same. I actually did for a bit, and then luckily I couldn't. Well, get I bet it gets um, diminishing hit on it as well. Yeah, I think that with like herbal things as well, like definitely like herbal sleep things. Where I'm just like, is this actually doing thing, or is this just kind of mm. the only thing? I've like, got a bunch of those. I forgot I could try taking some. Yeah, yeah. Don't, they don't really do much for me. They don't mm. help me sleep anyway. Um, but Summonex like absolutely does, and I don't know what it is. But I guess it's just different from person to person. But it just works mm. on me. And I've tried so many things and I used to have acute insomnia. But yeah, it just knocks me out in a nice way. Have you told the listener what the t-shirt is? Please no. describe and appreciate. It says the word Beck and <laughs> has a big rainbow spanning between the B and the K. And it's like mint green. But yeah. I'm very annoyed still about this. Because it's like the kind of thing that I used to do when I was like little, where it, like where I'd like ruin a toy because I'd have some kind of stupid idea where like I'm gonna write the names of my dolls on their heads in biro, and then I was like, why the fuck did I do that? I've just ruined all my dolls. <laughs> or like I'm gonna I cut this my little pony's like hair off to give it a haircut. Oh, that was stupid. Yeah. Or oh, that kind of thing. Um, but uh, I this T-shirt, yeah, Whitmore gave it to me. Probably in like 2002 or something like that. Mm. And it was like large, which at the time, like it was uncool to wear like baggy T-shirts, I would say. This is what I'm trying to remember. It must have been. I think you were supposed to be, if you were a girl, like the thing was to wear like two small T-shirts. Like there was there was a time where we would like buy children's things. Like I remember like buying like Mr. Men t-shirts for children and wearing them as an adult because they were like tight um when you were like skinny and didn't have a like middle-aged belly <laughs> gosh those are the days anyway why didn't we like appreciate that more when we had it i don't know depressing 
It's one of those weird things because you see sometimes people who are still like our age who still have that kind of skinniness. I think it's like oh, once it's gone, it's they? just gone. Who? Sometimes it's rare. It's probably they probably have some medical condition. <laughs> They've had their insides taken out, scooped yeah. out. <laughs> they don't have to eat medically. They don't have to eat anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, so he gave me this T-shirt and it was like a men's like it was really big and baggy, but not that big now I look at it. But I just felt like it was. And so I was like, I need to customize this because I'm not going to wear it as it is. And I fucking cut the sleeves off and sewed <laughs> them in a really badly because I'm really bad at sewing. It's not like I'm good at sort of customizing things and making them. I just cut them off and then just sewed them in a really terrible way. And it looks like shit. And I've literally never worn it apart from in my house or like to sleep or something. It is so That's dumb. It's not so bad, is it? It's it not is. So bad. It's so dumb because this is a really cool T-shirt, and if it was just a prop, if I just left it as a proper T-shirt, I would wear it. But it's not only did I so actually cut the arms off, I cut the side because it doesn't look that big. <laughs> I cut the side, just cut it, and then sewed the seam, <laughs> but like really badly, like just just with a sewing machine just along the edges just like red stitches going up what yeah i'm so annoyed maybe have sewing less because it's my Things only band i don't have any is other it? band t-shirts yeah i didn't use oh, to God, buy yeah. them yeah i don't have many band t-shirts i think the only i thought one you I have did is, um i have lemon heads that's it i think yeah oh i thought you had a few do you not have a bell and sebastian one or do they not do t-shirts i don't have a bell and sebastian i have a poster maybe they didn't do t-shirts actually hmm don't feel like they were that was that not cool enough for them <laughs> mm. probably like i don't know what would they have done like sew on patches or something is the kind of thing they would have done i went to three record shops yesterday oh which was interesting in Soho. Why? well i was with a friend who was looking for a record um but didn't find it oh. but it was it was weird kind of going in record did you shops. buy any no it wasn't what sort of wasn't particularly tempted. Well, because the thing yeah. that's sort of strange now is um, how they kind of work. Like the first one had it where they have all, they don't have the sleeves. They just have sort of color photocopies of the sleeve mostly. Oh. And then you take that upstairs and they were like, which does make some sense because they're kind of like, yeah. well, this means that A, the sleeve isn't getting worn out. You're like, that yeah. makes sense. B, we can fit more actual things in the, in the stacks. Right. Because okay. it's thinner. Weird, see people aren't gonna sort of fuck up record while it's yeah but you want to look i don't know i feel like that's weird but it's kind of strange yeah because you're just flipping through photos copies of records I don't like that. and also some of them are quite valuable you know as well so yeah. but it was interesting because the records were down in the basement and all the cds are upstairs cds right. are just worth nothing I what's realize, the point of buying much. a cd seriously i don't quite know well well although saying that my I brother you, buys like, cds why well, um you know, I got this car and the car had, I, I discovered mm. after I bought it, it has a CD multi-changer. So that was quite exciting for me to pick out six CDs yeah. to listen to them for the but rest But then, yeah, of I guess driving. you can also like look in charity shops, there's shitloads and you could get yeah. probably good, good ones in there for your car. But I you can in... also easily get an MP3 thing that will plug into your car. Yeah, I, I also got one of those. Um, and like, but why it's, would it's you... quite nicely easy and convenient because okay. I can just, you just press play and it just something, <laughs> something comes on. Um, and it works reliably and well, and the sounds good. Whereas the, the other one, I don't know, it was a bit more. It's like when um, this was a while ago now, it was like 2012, was it? Um, when me and Matt drove to Berlin and mm. he hired a van because he was transporting art there. And um, 
it was like a really old van and it only had a cassette player and we knew we were going to be driving through the night like a lot of driving so I was just like dug out all my old cassettes and that was quite cool that was quite fun just like oh god this is weird <laughs> this is like time warp this is like when compilations we went, and stuff when we went camping we had that uh van which only had tape didn't we in fact that oh, yeah. cigarette it's it's well worth it's almost worth no cd the, but we didn't play cds because we were playing music through your yeah that's speaker. what we did in the end but i think it had a it did, cd player did it have a cd brought, player yeah oh, brought some right. cds with us yeah okay but in the end it's yeah, almost it's almost worth everyone getting one of those little bluetooth cigarette mm. lighters just in case you happen to find that you're going to be in one of these things because then you can listen to music yeah true Good that time. worked quite well with a little speaker on my lap mm. <laughs> or on the dashboard yeah we're listening to naughties music um I, when i was going through my cds i had all these sort of like special edition radio heads things that I bought back in the day and I remember there was one of them I was like I think I paid like eight pounds for this yeah, and I looked it up and it and it now sells for pound ninety-eight. what's the thing you spent the most the cd can you remember that you spent I might not remember the amount but can you remember the most expensive cd that you would have bought so I think I can I think, remember mine I feel like I didn't like 15 pounds would be a lot 16 sometimes I spent quite there really? yeah well I bought a do you remember Cornelius yeah I bought a Cornelius CD and they were always expensive because they were imported right from Japan and they were like special editions and it was a particular and this is annoying because I don't have it anymore and I don't know who got it um someone <laughs> someone kept it uh but it was like a special edition and I think he was doing like it was like different people that he was like collaborating with on each track I'm pretty sure it was like pretty expensive it was like over 20 quid like it was quite a lot of money <laughs> especially then so that was probably the most expensive one I got I, I think I, w- I, w- I probably would have, like, if it was something like a, a limited edition or something, yeah, something mm. imported, I, I spent quite a lot of money on. Yeah. Well, I guess well, that's right. That, that, I mean, that, because that I think it was only a Radiohead single or like some sort of EP or yeah. something. But maybe it was more than that. Who knows? Well, but because you get things like that and it would be the only way you would hear those yeah, songs because they wouldn't play them on of, the radio. This is the thing that made me remember about it. So I went to like Sister Ray's was one of them, which was was still there back then. But they they fucked around with that street, that's like uh, Berwick Street in Soho, and they've just like there was a nice there was this old school parade of shops. They knocked it all down um, because I think there were sort of like kind of rough council houses above it, which perhaps was used for prostitution. I don't know because you know oh. that's like in the red light district of Soho, and so there's that big tower which is still there. So it's still in like 1960s tower block. Mm. But they knocked down the houses and rebuilt sort of smarter flats, which have probably cost millions of pounds. Oh. And so all the bottom is now shops, but none of them are filled. So oh. it's like there's just all these big empty, like boarded up no shops. You know, Sister Ray's used to be in one of those and it's like moves up the road and it's smaller. Mm. But, um, but it was kind of making me think how that, yeah, music used to be this kind of like, there was a sort of scarcity of it in some sort of sense. And you had to yeah. sort of follow you had to sort of know when things come out and you had to go to a shop and see like you know did they have it could you get it and yeah like what what would and you'd only like? know about it if you'd heard like i would only know about cornelius through john peel i would imagine i yeah. don't know how we heard about him 
And it's weird because now music is just so everything. Well, not it's kind of kind of throwaway. Well, it gives the impression that everything's available, but it isn't. No, because it's like that's the weird thing. It's where you subscribe through sort of Google or or Spotify. Pretty much everything on Spotify, though. There's not many things that you can't find on Spotify because when I listen to the radio and there's like quite obscure tracks that they're playing. Only very occasionally are they not on Spotify. Yeah, and if they're so not, true. then you can go to Bandcamp and then they're there. Yeah. But it's just kind of strange because it's sort of like, it's weird how that you sort of think, things you think are going to make things better or don't. It's very nostalgic. I know. To I apologize, listener. I know. But yeah, it's kind of, I guess because yeah. there's also that sort of scene of it, you know, it's kind of quite nice going in the record shop. I know. It's really sad that that's lost. Mm. Like, I genuinely do feel like that was what Jarvis was saying in this interview as well. Like, it, you know how it was just such a culture I mean, he was talking about like buying things in charity shops as well like clothes because he was saying the interview was like uh you know now that you've got money do you still buy things in charity shops and he's like no I don't and he's like but it did give me a sense of style that I wouldn't have had otherwise so that he could kind of like try things out kind of like I was saying like you don't always it's find- disappointing that Jarvis is not. I know. Brought in the but it was quite shops. cool what he said. Was, uh, I liked because he was like, it gave him this sense of style where he could try all these different things out that was his thing and not dictated by fashions of the time. You know, you just, yeah. I like wearing these kind of clothes. I like wearing this kind of collar. And he's like, now he has got, like he said, he was wearing this like shirt that was like tailored by this. Uh, you might know more about this, but it was a very famous tailor who like tailored the Beatles. Anyway, like, it, but not like an exclusive way, but just like really cool people that mm. are like, you know, done like really interesting, cool things. And um, and like he kind of knows what he likes and what he wants to look like. So that's quite, quite cool. I mean, that is one of the funny things that actually when you are very rich, that is kind of one of the hallmarks is that you go to yeah. these shops, you know, it's, it's kind of like high end shops are a bit like charity shops at the same time. Yeah, because it's, true. Because People want to be like, they eclectic. want to have something special and they want it to be, un- you know, yeah. some, well, yeah. maybe not unique, unique, but they want it to be rarish. So they don't mm. want everyone mm. to be wearing the same yeah, thing. exactly. So although they, they don't churn out tons of it, and that's why they have to have seasons to kind of continually change stuff. Mm. I think I would that still, kind of though, thing. if I had loads of money, I'd still go into charity shops. But then saying that, I don't still go music shopping and I can get just whatever music I want. So I think if you had loads of money, third. you wouldn't. Because yeah, you, you could do that thing where, I mean, yeah, I don't it's know not which the... one's have not having money it's like the fun of it it's just like i enjoy even if i don't buy anything i enjoy looking around oh yeah yeah it's not about finding something it's like i enjoy the whole thing it's like my happy place But it might be a bit strange because you're kind of like perhaps some of it is about finding that bargain yeah or that really cool thing and if, if you kind of have the thing where you're like well i can just Go, I, I still feel like I would though, exactly because, but I, I would just I buy mind. more. I think I would just be less picky, but I still would mm. do it because I still like looking for weird after things a while, or obscure you things. You don't so much stuff that you then have to buy your own shop to keep it all in. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, know, like at some point, storage and become. I, mean, I bet storage is. Yeah, but then you have more money if you have a bigger house. You have one of those rooms for yeah, clothes. Yeah. And then you buy loads of things you never even wear. I've, I've yeah. done that. I've done that terribly with ties. I've got so many ties. I've never. I just watched with. a um. What's she called? I always forget her name. Annie Hall. Annie Hall, Hall actor. What's she called? As if I'm going to remember someone's oh, name. Fuck's sake! What's she? Oh god! Now I feel embarrassed. I don't remember her name. Anyway, it was a video of her, and she's got one of these like rooms for you know full of clothes. Hmm. 
and um diane keaton that's it and um and she was just like oh, i've got to throw some stuff out like take some stuff to charity and she was going through this drawer and it's just like insane the things she had she was just pulling out like this giant pair of clown shoes and she's like i've had these for like 30 years and then like a sort of one leather onesie thing <laughs> like really like extreme on like really weird belts like giant belts and things it's just like the most brilliant that's kind of what I would be like I think I'd just be like wow well I can just buy this so I'm gonna like just this bonkers thing that I've only worn once and then just give it away again which is kind of what I do um, anyway but I just I would just get more I think I wouldn't have to like pick yeah but I do yeah I do like really thick because it's like the whole culture it's not just like there aren't it's not just that record shops aren't the same and it's not just that things are available it's like it's like what you say that that whole culture has just gone like of ever, been a, the a empire huge... records thing you know like it's yeah. just gone well it's weird because it's like this convenience it's like the convenience yeah. isn't actually like what you think you want is not what you want but it's yeah. also you can't kind of easily go backwards because you're like you why can't would you choose go backwards you, you wouldn't choose inconvenience because no, that's exactly. ridiculous yeah you can't go back it's just I don't know how you I suppose now teenagers their thing that uh, was our like we're going to go to a record shop or a charity shop their thing is like having their niche like a very mm. niche thing and like finding other people on the internet with that niche mm. so the cool kids what I would consider the cool kids at school are the ones that are like into a particular thing often it's like an anime type thing but it can be very specific and they dress to the detail for that thing so they come in on like mufti days where they're like they wear these bonkers outfits you know like huge boots and like knee-high socks and sort of little tiny bags but they've got the whole look because you can just get it online which is I mean I would have I would have loved that I have to say like if I could have just gone like I want to dress like this and then I could have just gone onto like a website and ordered it yeah because do you think cool. it's worth it? there's all that sort of thing now with like how trainers have become such a big mm. kind of following and Why? I wonder whether that, teenagers well, are obsessed with trainers I wonder whether that's a bit like the records because it's like if you want you know it's they kind of like they're all the you, same but you can't download load a pair of trainers but so it's kind but of like they're but all you, the same though but you go to you but that's it but you go to these shops and you have to queue up you know because they're doing a lot of the same sorts of things that people used to do for records yes so it's like you have to you have and to go to limited editions as that's well that's it so you have to find there's these like really cool shops to go to and you have to be kind of cool to go to the shop and know about the shop and the shop but that was a 90s opens. thing as well though that was it was with trainers but i think yeah. trainers have gone roof up yeah, in a way, right. record shops have gone down, and it's it's, it's that yeah, kind of thing yeah. where it's like it's gone elsewhere because people want that kind of like there are, and, I have and it's to also say... the same thing where people don't wear the trainers, you know, because they're too precious to wear. Mm. So just like people don't play the record, so they're just like they take the trainer and it's shrink wrapped, and then they just. I think that's not a teenage them. thing though, because they don't have the money for that. Not the no, teenagers not. I know anyway. They but they do. They are into trainers, but they all wear the same ones. You have to. <laughs> really, it's just all Nike. It's ridiculous. Right. Nike's just become again the most popular. I don't know how they, they're just so good at branding and advertising because mm. they just convinced everyone that that is the only and there's just nothing that wonderful about them. They're just another thing, like, but they're just, yeah, you have to have a pair of Nike trainers. But like, um, there are kids who buy records, so they're really cool kids. There's like some that are like into retro things and that is like 
ultra cool and they have like there's a girl who is radiohead is her favorite band and she carries around like a an art portfolio thing with like drawings of tom york on it and she wears like black and like dyes her hair black and she has like badges with the smiths on and like she buys records because i've spoken to her she has like a record player and buys records I'm like wow interesting she's very cool <laughs> So maybe it's coming around again, I don't know, in that retro way. I mean, I guess it's also, yeah, it's that thing where it's like when lots of people are doing it, when millions of people are doing yeah. it, it's a, it supports a big ecosystem. So when that disappears, it doesn't kill it off completely. Mm. It just becomes really niche. Mm. I mean, because actually, the thing is, it's weird also, still, so on Berwick Street or around there, still there's three record shops. I think there were mm. three record shops in the 90s as well. It's not like... Yeah, maybe and also maybe there was the four. With, they were a bit big, smaller, a bit and fewer. It's the records, same with books, isn't it? Like people were like, different. Amazon's come mm. along now, and Kindle, and mm. like, no one will read books anymore. And it's true, like lots of people use Kindle, but people buy fucking books every time I go in Waterstones. It's rammed, mm. and every Christmas, like that's where you know it's people still buying books a lot. So. Yeah, like, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, because and in, in, you rent it. Well, I mean, just you look, you watch a lot of films, and so you do have loads of DVDs, but you also you I subscribe had quite to... a lot. I was thinking about that the other day, like when Graham showed me like his room, and he just had a wall of DVDs, and it made me feel ill. Like at that kind of level of, I was weird. I was thinking about that the other day, like that level mm. of collecting is just like really weird, and like not. It goes beyond being cool, and like just weird and obsessive and and not, once you've got that many it's not even like a collection it's just like you might as well just have a shop like you say like with mm. the clothes like it's just like that's too many now there's like literally a whole wall of his room was just like dvds and it's just like that i wouldn't i just like getting some second hand is what i do and it's exactly what you're saying which i probably wouldn't do if i had loads of money it's just like finding like, oh my god it's only a pound and i love yeah. this film and i will watch it loads of times and i want to own it but um, I don't very rarely buy them new unless I'm getting them for a present or something. Same with books, actually. I'm like, I buy everything secondhand. <laughs> just because I don't have any money. Yeah, I mean, there's so much stuff out there. If we could just more efficiently mm. buy and sell secondhand stuff. I think it is quite popular still, so it's good. Mm. I think, and a lot yeah. of like Gen, Gen Zers like, or like young millennials are very into like charity shop clothes like people at work in the 20s we sort of talk to each other and we're like everything i'm wearing to work is charity shop which is quite cool right should we go to minute 50 before it cuts us off <laughs> yeah we have like three minutes to talk about this so. oh god no right. um i hardly made any notes sorry, yeah same. But... that's all right it's more so like visuals a, isn't it yeah it's a bit dreamy the whole bit so he's yeah. so we've just come from that from that moment of and and that gerard has said about how that your eyes happen rem mm. yeah and and so and then, in the, the example he says is you know if you're walking down the stairs you turn and your eyes turn that i don't know if that's how oh, wait, wait, wait what does he say because i didn't get that translation. oh he says so he says something like if you walk downstairs um and wait i'm just yeah, uh, <laughs> just picture walking down. I didn't write it down properly. Uh, you know, and you sort of like you turn to your right, your eyes, your your eyes are sort of following okay. where your eyes are doing in your sleep. I don't think that's true. Probably, oh, but I mean, you know, a lot of things. But, yeah, well, you know, it's just kind of like you're, you're looking to the left or to the right in your dream. Do the we uh, do? Do you know what the actual explanation of REM is? No, no. I think you're, I. I think it's probably just spontaneous. Yeah, 
but there's nerve that things, no cauterized twitch around. yeah but it's very specific isn't it because they link it or is that being debunked now because they were like you always have rapid eye movement when you dream and the rapid eye movement shows that you're dreaming so this is a revelation though to do Stefan in his dream TV studio, he said, I can control my eyes in my sleep. So that's the way he thinks of it. He's kind of like, so now my mm. dreams can mm. talk to the outside world directly mm. through my eyes, which is an interesting idea. Yeah. And so then we see what he's done is he's rigged up by taping a um, straw, it looked like to me, to his eyelid with sort of surgical tape. And I was expecting, I was a bit disappointed with this because my sort of data visualization sort of brain was thinking, oh, cool. What it's going to do is it's going to then like have some kind of thing a bit like, um, I forget what they're called, but you know, like in museums or, you know, the sort of things where it's got a graph paper yeah, and it's just like, it causes a sort Reading of scratchy kind of like yeah, thing. Yeah. So I thought it was going to do some sort of visualization of that, but it's, it's, it's what not I, I What I think he's doing is, so he's tapped a bit of tape to his eyelid and the tape is stuck onto a, a, a stick, which is then attached to a tape recorder. And so when yeah. his eyes start moving, it triggers the tape recorder. And on the tape recorder, he's recorded his voice telling him what he wants to dream. Yeah, I think so that's it. So it's supposed to be like subconsciously leaking into his dream so that he can then like, now you're dreaming, so now you're going to... Which is actually not bad. Like you wouldn't be obviously control it so precisely that's obviously magical and dreamlike yeah. but but there is you know when you listen to things while you're asleep they do creep into your dreams oh yeah totally yeah and i have you have hear dreams them, right? so yeah where you have the self the sense. sound of the alarm clock kind of comes in as part yeah, of the dream like but you other fall things. asleep to yeah. something like a film or something it comes into your dream or like yeah. news or something so uh but it's interesting that like so what he's recorded is like I guess he's taking control because he's feeling angry at the office and the people in the office. So he's kind of taking control of the situation because he's been dreaming that, I suppose, that he is at work. And the last dream he had was that they were kidnapping him in that cave and they were like making him do all this work and like, yeah. you know, and that he couldn't stop. And so in this dream, it's like he's dreaming about the volcanic eruption that he drew on his calendar. Yeah, so a lot of his calendar kind of dreams, isn't it? So yeah, it starts, oh a, yeah, it's a, all of them because it's the yeah crash. a plane. Well, it's, it's a bit different because a plane crashes yeah. into the moon. Yeah, cool. and then, then the moon explodes, and then the gravity is turned off, and everything's floating around. Oh, okay, I didn't get that. That's what's happening. Yeah, he said there's yeah, no yeah, gravity, yeah, yeah. and they're right. looking out the window from his boss's office, and it's interesting. Yeah, like um, <laughs> poor uh, I've forgotten her name. The, I the know. It's like the, yeah, yeah, it's um, oh. being sexually harassed I by. Like he again, it's just fucking. Gross. And then, um, but all, all his pictures are on on the wall now. It's it was so funny because ah, they were stumbling around, either. a bit like in um in uh Star Trek as well. You know, oh. where they sort of had to do all this sort of thing. But they're actually yeah, yeah, quite yeah. realistically. What's yeah. good? And there's a giant volcano out the window. And I like that. And Stefan, it's all sort of dramatic lighting and things. And he, Stefan, standing there going, "Are you scared? Are you scared now?" <laughs> really good like he's conducting it it's good um yeah good in and like kind of in his voiceover and right so the the, the music i try i tried to like put one of those thingies on oh so, yeah but it didn't recognize it right i was thinking it was recognizable but didn't know yeah. that it, was either. it sounds like the strokes mm. 
but I, I'll, don't, I could try it but again. I don't think it is the strokes, although they were big then. I'll try it again later. Although but they're saying earth, around, wind, so. and fire, but it's not earth, wind, and fire, is it? Is there an earth, wind, and fire song that actually says earth, wind, and fire? Because they definitely say that's the lyrics, like earth, wind, and fire, something, something. There's some Pink Floyd song, isn't there, with that? Oh, well, nothing came up when I looked at the lyrics and nothing came up when I mm. tried to listen to it. It's good sort of punk rocky type thing. Yeah. There's a song I heard on Radio 6, I don't know, at least a year ago, maybe <laughs> two years ago, and it's just like, I, I just can't find it. It's just so oh. impossible to search for it by the by the lyrics, and it's so annoying. What, is it in your, on your brain? Have you yeah, but it's kind of also the thing is like after two years, it's probably like got a bit degraded as to why even exactly. I heard. Can you tell me any of the lyrics or try? It's and called. Sing it's it? something like it sort of says something. Well, that's it. I can't remember. It sort of says. Oh, it's like it's woman's voice. It's very kind of like floaty, kind of sixties sort of sounding. It sort of says mm. something like, "Oh, it makes me want to cry or possibly die." Or maybe she says that and then says it again. Okay. I don't know. And you try searching for that. There's, there's quite a few songs that have yeah. those types of lyrics, but it's right. none of those. But it's just like it Gideon's. Probably, probably, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I was thinking when you were saying about collections, about know. John John Peel's oh, record collection. Yeah. And that kind of makes you feel a bit sick as well, because it was just like so many records. And because also you... he's like, you like, he's like, you have to have a system when you have a record collection as big as this. You know, you can't just go, well, you can't his, go put them in alphabetical order. Anymore. going through it. Have you heard yeah. he's got a podcast? So did we talk yes, about that already? Yes. Oh, is yeah. it only on a podcast? Okay. Um, tune into that. Oh, or is it just on? No, it's on the radio. Sorry. Yeah. It's on okay. six, I think. Um, getting different people to look through, but he was just like, God, this is just an awful task to be left with because mm. he's like, I don't know, like, what do I do with all of this? Yeah. Because it's like both a blessing and a curse because it's like, what an amazing legacy, but also, ah, there's <laughs> literally like a house full of them. Like, yeah. Yeah, what's happened then? So is it like is they're still at Peer Lakers and presumably Tom doesn't live yeah, there? Yeah, I think I think his mum lives there. Right. Um mm. yeah, he's Tom's, also... Tom's got a family, hasn't he? So I don't know. Right. He, I don't know if he lives nearby, but um yeah. I mean he's he's I, I really like like how Tom Ravenscroft has kind of like got that similar thing to his dad, that like slight <laughs> grumpy kind of misanthropist, but and yet really lovely and enthusiastic like a really weird very specific combination but it's very similar but mm. about different things to his dad because he's mm. just like quite blunt like when he was talking about it like you know like oh well I don't know I never really liked this it's just awful you know he's just sort of lugubrious it's brilliant <laughs> you know because someone else could just be like oh you know my dad is like amazing and he's just not like that at all yeah I know exactly what you mean because it's kind of like there's this it's a kind of like unstoppable optimism mm. kind of with this like thick layer of pessimism mm. yeah. so it's kind of it's Very kind of appealing. like it's like it's kind of like the bedrock is just optimism but it's just like yeah it's almost to sort of suppress it it's just like almost everything you say will be really kind of quite negative and yeah kind down of pessimistic deep. yeah you know I think that's um, my fate I think that is genuinely my favorite attitude to the world that is a Terry Pratchett as yeah. well where it's like the baseline is like humanity hum humanist like really humanist just like yeah. people people are good people are interesting people are everything like and I'm so fascinated by them and yet on top of it it's like kind of this like cynicism and like mm. a kind of yeah <laughs> a kind of grumpiness 
I love it. That's Tom also I'm... is um he's really into the sort of much faster sort of EDM yeah. sort of yeah, rave music. I don't, I don't really like. No, I don't particularly either. But it's it's it's, it's weird because he he sort of greets it at the end a bit like his dad, mm. but you just hear, because John Peel went into that weird kind of like By noise, the way, we have one like, minute and a half oh, just to let okay. you know. So like wrapping up, uh, it's like a, it's like a therapy session where you're just like, I'm sorry, yeah. that's all we have time for today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling? <laughs> this, this might be a blessing. Let's just should imagine. We meet again. <laughs> uh, yeah. So perhaps if we meet similar time next week, we'll yeah. yeah. do you want, are you, are you okay? <laughs> do you, yes. Let's just sort of try we'll, and, uh, we'll come back reflect to that on, next time. Yeah. Yeah. And think about what we we're, were talking about the minute and um, what I, I might do. Maybe next time we talk about the next minute. I'm just going to throw in a, my classic therapy thing where it's going to end where I'll just bring up something really massive like, oh my God, I just can't believe I'm really depressed. I feel really suicidal. And then it ends and you're like, oh, just threw that in the last second. <laughs> Which is probably literally going to be the last thing I'm going to say because it's going to run at any moment. Right, I'm going to go and try and see Jarvis. Maybe we can get him on the show next week.